Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. In Wikipedia, the world's online encyclopedia that no student should ever use, they unveiled its first design update in over 10 years the other day. Now, get this. The site contains 58 million articles, and it's viewed 16 billion times a month. I mean, that's all great, but I don't know if you've checked out OpenAI's ChatGPT, which really will make not only Google disappear, but Wikipedia disappear. And here's the thing with Wikipedia. I always get so annoyed because you have these volunteer editors who they think that they are in total control of whatever somebody posts on Wikipedia. I added to my page about a month or so ago that I'm a practicing Catholic. It gets wiped out. I put it again. It says, uh, sorry, you're not allowed to have that. It's just kind of a crazy thing that somebody just can have complete control over somebody's Wikipedia page. But anyway, now, according to Wikipedia, India is the world's largest producer of spices. But then again, you should always take any statistic from the Internet with just a pinch of salt. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. You're about to laugh and get more tech smarts because every single thing is a tech thing. And if you're a regular listener, so glad that you're here. And if you're a new listener, wow, so glad that you found us. It's the Kim Commando Show, of course. It's the nation's most largest, trusted, award-winning show about all things digital. You can find us on over 425 top stations uh, from coast to coast, and we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us as a webcast, as a podcast over at getkim.com. Also comes with a 30-day free trial. So if you haven't tried it, why don't you go and do that now over at getkim.com. And I'd also like to thank our servicemen and women in the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, Coast Guard, and Space Force who are protecting our great nation and listening to us on the American Forces Network Radio. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to call a big-time radio show and podcast, I get that. Head over to commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. All right. Every single day, I look at all these different press releases. I go to 30 different websites, all to make sure that you and I are both up to date on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about the numbers. And we're going to start with number one is $40 for 15 seconds of fame. This is pretty incredible. If you want to be famous and have your name and lights in Times Square, it's going to cost you. The most expensive billboard in Times Square costs $600,000 a week. Wow, that's over $100,000 a day. So that's probably why you only see the biggest companies there, right? But what if you wanted to put your face in Times Square, wanted to put your TikTok video there or something that you are sharing on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe it's just an ad for your website or your company? Well, the TSX Broadway Tower in Times Square has an idea for this big rounded digital billboard. So you can forget the big names. These are personal videos. They're calling it the Pixel Star, launched on New Year's Eve. Now, all you have to do is download the TSX app, schedule your video, you pay 40 bucks for 15 seconds on screen. That's it, 15 seconds. If every slot booked up during the day, the TSX Broadway Tower would make $115,000. Let me tell you, that's some super smart marketing right there. Uh, number two on our list, $385,000. Hmm, what is that? Maybe you're looking for a new gig. You like to fly. Netflix is hiring a flight attendant. 
Yes, I said a flight attendant, and they're going to pay up to $385,000 a year for one flight attendant. They say the pay range is based on what Netflix considers the, the going rate for this job. Of course, Netflix has a whole slew of private jets. They carry around celebrities and actors and top executives. And, but they're also losing money, right? And they're also going to be stopping that password sharing. But if you are looking for a gig and you may qualify, $385,000 to fly around on a private jet for a year with a whole bunch of celebs and top execs doesn't sound like a bad gig to me. But I started thinking about this. We should really let Netflix run our next global pandemic. Why? Because they don't let anything last more than three seasons. That's right. Uh, speaking of three, 15 police officers. Wow. When I read this story, I was like, I just knew I had to tell you guys and gals about it. A personal trainer got a big scare when 15 armed police officers showed up at his gym. The reason? Huh, an Apple Watch. Yeah, boxing coach Jamie Elaine was halfway done training a client when he saw a whole bunch of policemen at his front door. And the policeman went, hey, are you guys okay? Because we just heard a whole bunch of gunshots. What's going on? Well, what happened is that he and his client, they were running through punching combinations when Siri on his Apple Watch was triggered. He yelled at an emergency number while doing these boxing combinations. I had something like 911, and then Siri dialed the police. Uh, they kept training there and started boxing more. And then the sounds of the punches were so loud that the dispatcher on the other end thought they were gunshots. So now he has deactivated Siri on his watch. Pretty smart move. Oh, here's a joke that you can tell your kids. I just thought about this. Uh, what does Alexa like to eat for breakfast? Tell this one to the kids. What does Alexa like to eat for breakfast? Anybody? Cereal. <laughs> Get it? Like Siri, S-I. All right, cereal. That's right. Uh, number four, uh, 60 miles per hour in 2.5 seconds. I'm talking about a car, of course. And Chevy's come out with their Corvette E-Ray. Not a Stingray anymore. It's the first battery version of a Corvette. And you still have the option to use gas if you want. It's a hybrid. And so why make the E-Ray hybrid? Well, probably to see if people who really like supercars and fast cars will say, okay, maybe electric is okay. I'm, a, I'm pretty good to try that out. Now, this is a really great thing about this car. It has something called stealth mode. It's a way of keeping the car in electric mode to minimize the sound of this V8 engine that's also in the car. So it has a futuristic sounding hum to notify if the car is nearby. It's kind of like when you back up on a Tesla, you hear like this George Jetson type of thing. But in stealth mode, you can only go up to 45 miles per hour. Now, Chevy says it's the quickest Corvette they've ever produced. It hits 60 miles per hour in 2.5 seconds. 60 miles per hour in 2.5 seconds. You know, that's fast, but it's not as fast as my Ferrari. It wasn't as fast as the Tesla, but that's still, it's a sweet, sweet looking car. Wow, you ought to check it out. And finally, last, this coming in at number five, 1,500 for 15 bad dates. Hmm. Now, of course, this is a PR stunt, but I just wanted to tell you about it. So $1,500 to go on a few dates and maybe meet the love of your life. Okay, but it does come with a catch. It's all put together, like I said, as a PR stunt from that jewelry brand, Shane Co. And they're going to pay somebody $1,500. All you have to do is share your dates, all 15 of them, on the brand's social media channels. So each date has to be with a new person. So you have to actually go out with 15 strangers. Even if you come across like date number four and you're like, 
finally, I found you. Nope, you still have to go on the 15 dates. Now, if you apply, there are rules. Number one, you have to be single. Yes, thank you. Uh, two, you have to find 15 dates in five months. And three, as I mentioned, you have to have uh, notes and videos and pictures and share everything about how these dates went online. And in case you want to apply, just head over to the website for Shane Co. Uh, but here's a dating pro tip. You know, if the person that you're dating, he or she, they are talking about how great Russia is and how wonderful it is and everything that Putin done and what the, what he's doing right now is great. I just want you to remember, it's all just a big red flag. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about unsending text messages and what are the gotchas there. Uh, we have your IP address, what it is and why you need to protect yours. And how to test your firewall to see if it's really working. Ali Seligman, our amazing content queen, is going to be joining us. And she has some tech mistakes that you didn't know that you're making. And of course, you have more of me, Kim Commando, your beloved digital goddess. And of course, all of our fantastic phone calls you don't want to miss. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. If you're not already following us on social, whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, you can always find us at Kim Commando. Once again, that's at Kim Commando. Let's start with Stephen from Noonan, Georgia. Hello there, Stephen. Well, I'm a planner and a be prepared kind of guy, and one of my beautiful daughters lives in Texas, 800 miles away from me in Georgia. And one of my mm -hmm. concerns was being able to communicate with her, especially in emergency times, possibly when there are powder outages, cell phone towers are broken, uh, etc. And I found a Garmin InReach satellite communicator, and I bought both of us okay. one. And then, lo and behold, there was the great Texas freeze in February of 2021, when 10 million people were impacted with no power including the cell towers in Texas where the generators ran out of fuel. So fortunately, I had that as a backup communication tool for texting, and I was mm -hmm. wanting to find out what the latest tools, um, satellite, phones, uh, whatever tool would be out there now that would serve that purpose, be more effective, uh, be more, more cost-effective to take care of my my baby girl in Texas. <laughs> You're sweet. You're a good dad. Worrying about her like that. Um, you know, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a big question because not just with Texas. People have asked me this, you know, what if the, the power grid goes down, you know, uh, you know, and there's always all these what ifs, not just either even weather related. Uh, you know, as a backup for internet access, I have, I have cable, but I also have a backup. I have Starlink, which is satellite internet. So, and we also have a generator. So as long as the generator is going and we have power, I feel pretty good that I'm going to be able to get in, get from my house to Starlink and mm -hmm. then back down someplace. So you might want to look at getting Starlink for both you because this way you make sure that you're always with a generator. It doesn't have to be a whole house generator. You know that. You've done the research. Mm -hmm. uh, it can be just one room generator. And then get Starlink for her. So this way, it's not just texting, but you guys could be having FaceTime calls and, and really have instant communication on any platform. Starlink, it's, you know, it's not cheap. The gear is going to cost you 600 bucks, And then it's about $110 a month. 
and literally will take you 10 minutes to set up. I mean, literally, that's it's a piece of cake. As long as you can get a ladder and put it up on your roof, you're good to go. Um, and so, so you know, you can buy satellite phones if you want it. Uh, they're, you know, they've come down in price. You know, they're about $100 a month too, but then that's just a satellite phone, which mm -hmm. basically you could have the same you could have the same capability with, um, you know, using using Starlink as your internet provider. And you may even find that you don't need a cable provider if, for your internet. And so you can get rid of those charges and then it's kind of a wash, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's Elon Musk is, that's Elon Musk's satellites uh, is the Starlink. Is that correct? And he's throwing those up daily almost. It does seem like that, doesn't it? It's um, yeah. SpaceX is a provider. If you go to Starlink.com, that's where you can uh, check to make sure your address is available and also sign up and buy the gear. It normally arrives within, say, two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is, a, this is a whole nother realm, but in true emergencies, assuming that you have power and if the satellites are down and if the cell towers are down, uh, there's really the only choice left is ham radio. Or praying. And, yes, or a lot of prayer. You're right. But but ham radio, yeah, that's why the hams are there, right? Is so mm -hmm. this way they can help communicate and they can help facilitate. And it's it sounds like an old hobby, and it is, but it's still there and it's still operational and it's still saving lives in disasters and still providing those communication channels. My husband is a ham. Well, he is that too, ham radio. Um, and his son is a ham. And uh, his granddaughter, uh, who's 12, is that his son told the, the granddaughter that if she wants to get a phone, that she has to get her ham radio license first, which the whole family went, yes, that's really cool. Uh, so some options for you, and if you think that Stephen, well, you know that's not working for us. After you do the, uh, after you do all homework, what I want you to do is just give me a call back, and we'll kind of walk through some other options. And thank you for your call. Hey, speaking of kids, I send my son Ian a card through the U.S. Postal Service uh, every few months. It's a handwritten card. Of course, during the holidays, sometimes I give him a vote of inspiration, uh, maybe a little kick in the butt, or just tell him how great he's doing and how proud I am. And I was at his house recently, and I opened the kitchen drawers looking for a pen or something, and I found a whole stack of the cards that I have sent him over the past year. Super sweet. So if you're not doing that with your kids, you know, there's so much being on the phones, but when they get a note in the mail, it seems to mean a lot to them. All right, ExpressVPN is the easiest way to browse safely and securely. Just open the app, click one button, enjoy instant protection across all your devices. Get three months free at expressvpn.com kim. Once again, that's expressvpn.com slash Kim. Let's talk for a second about unsent text messages. What is really going on with that? Because you sent a text and then you get a notification and you look at it, but it's gone. Where did it go? Well, whoever sent that text probably unsent it. You can take back messages on most phones. And let's start with Samsung owners because you're in luck. There's a trick that lets you see all messages, even the ones that disappear. It's hidden in your phone's notification history. So you just go to your settings, type in notification history in the search bar, and there you can turn on recent and snooze notifications, and boom, you see all those unsent messages. It makes like you might be feeling like a James Bond moment. Now for our iPhone owners, unless you and your text recipient both have iOS 16, that's the key, 
you cannot really take back a text. If you unsend a message to someone running an older version of the iOS, they're still going to see your text, and then you're going to get a notification that that's what happened. Now, if you both have iOS 16, you do have to act quickly, and you really need to know this. You can only send it back within two minutes of sending it. Oh, one spelling mistake can destroy a marriage. A husband sent a text to his wife reading, I'm having a wonderful time. I wish you were her. Oh, ouch. I wish you were here. That's what he meant to say. All right, coming up, you don't want to miss some tech mistakes that you're making. You're, why you need to protect your IP address. We have more of your phone calls and you have more of me, Kim Commando. All right, coming up in just a few moments, your IP address, what it is, and why you need to protect yours if you care about your privacy. And later on, one trick that will stop phone scammers. And before we get to all of that, it's time now for Allie Seligman to join us. She's our amazing content queen over at commando.com. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So we all make those tech mistakes, right? What we do you think is your bit? What is your biggest tech mistake? Oh, I am the person, well, I'm a, I'm a tab hoarder, right? I leave way too many tabs oh. open, and I don't close them until I realize my computer is kind of chugging. So that is certainly one for me. Yeah, you know, and that's a mistake for me because not so much with tabs, but I forget to reboot my computer or restart <laughs> it from time to time. Until finally it's like, wop, wop, trying to do anything. It's like so slow. And then I'm like, okay, if I just rebooted it, and I did that this morning, and I was in a hurry because I'm trying to get the show together. And then I go to reboot it, and then Apple decides that that's a good time to install an update. <laughs> that's what happens every single time. Yep. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It says, please wait. This may take several minutes. <laughs> I don't mm. have several minutes. This is why I don't mm. restart my computer. Yeah, exactly. I know. But, yes, all right, we all so should restart our computers. At least once a week. All right. So start with what's number one? What do you think the biggest one is? I want to jump right in with one that we probably are all guilty of. And honestly, I never think about this. Leaving your Bluetooth on all the time on your phone. Mm, now, yes. if you're somebody that uses Bluetooth headphones, yeah, you probably just leave it on, right? Or if you have other devices around your house. But actually, it could be a way for hackers to get into your phone. Uh, if it's on, they can see the devices that you connect to before and then could potentially spoof one of those devices and then gain access to your phone. That is dangerous mm. stuff. If you're in your house, you're fine. You can leave your Bluetooth right. on. But if you're out in the world and you're not using any Bluetooth connected stuff, eh, maybe just get into the habit of turning that off. And it's not that hard to do. I mean, it's just right there on your phone. Just Ding, turn on, turn it off. Yep, usually just a little swipe down and then turn off Bluetooth. Now, have you ever gotten been out and about and you've gotten a picture from somebody and realized like, oh, wait, I don't, I don't know you very well. Why are you sending me a picture? Does this happen to you? Yeah, and I, one time it was like a really creepy, bad picture. Oh. <laughs> and, I was, and then the person, whoever it was, texted me and said, well, for a good time. I'm like, oh, oh. you know, mm. and that's what's like, you know what? delete, block, report everything that you can to make that stop. <laughs> well, that is one whole category of pictures. But in yes. general, it is a bad move to text pictures to people that you don't know very well. And here's why. There is so much hidden in the metadata of photos. And it's actually really easy to see all this stuff. You can just upload a photo online to one of these EXIF readers. It's called EXIF data. And you can see everything from the exact device that was used to take this picture, the time, sometimes even the GPS location. And think about that if you took a picture at home and then sent it to someone and you don't know them very well, 
they can find out where you live, and that's weird. Well, yeah, and also that data is still available when you post it on social, too. In some cases. Some of them do strip it out, which is good. Mm -hmm. But in general, yes, it is better. Something that I like to do, kind of my little shortcut sometimes, is to just take a screenshot of stuff because then it's not all the original data in the picture. You know what? That's really smart, Ellie. That's a good tip. Thank you. Now, I was checking the weather for the weekend. Uh, wanted to see what it was like here in sunny Phoenix. It's actually pretty cold, but I saw it was going to be, you ready for this, negative 18 in Fairbanks, Alaska. Wait, I'm sorry. Negative 18? Negative 18. I don't know what that feels like. I think that is cold so bad it hurts. <laughs> yeah. Like that that's painful. A yeah. I'm sorry. You know, to all of our listeners in Alaska, you know, we love you and we hope that you're staying warm. Please right? stay warm. 100%. Yes. It's not just Fairbanks. Uh, it's cold in lots of places right now. And that's actually pretty bad for your phone. If you have, get this, okay, you have your phone out, say it's very, very cold, negative 35 degrees, a full phone battery will die in five minutes. That's how bad, wow. you know, really cold or really hot weather is for your phone. Um, you know, same goes for summer here in Phoenix. I'm the person guilty of, you know, if I'm going to do some yard work in the summer, I bring my phone. Yes. You uh -huh. know what? I can't tell you how many times I've brought my phone out in Phoenix in the summer by the pool or whatever it is. Yep. And then you go to pick it up and it's like, mm, we're sorry. It's overheated yep. right now. Overheats. That's when you uh, toss in the fridge. Um, but yeah, uh, don't do that. Don't be like me and Kim. Or if you're in Fairbanks, <laughs> keep your phone in the house. Um, a good case. Uh, can protect from some of this. But generally, it's just really hard on your phone and on the battery. So try not to bring it outside with you. Leave it somewhere nice. Um, most phones do best at 70 degrees. So do I. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of cold, one of the coldest rooms in my house is my home office. So Kim, that's why probably in all of our video meetings, you've seen, oh wait, Allie's somewhere else right now because I'm working on my laptop in a warmer place in the house for the most part. I I have to be honest. I don't always remember to charge my laptop. I will end up, mm -hmm. you know, with it on my lap, on the table, not charged, and then it dies. But that is better than being someone that leaves your laptop plugged in constantly. It's not good for the battery. This is one of those mistakes that over time, you're going to make your computer run a lot worse. The battery, you're just going to go through a lot more charging cycles. So don't do it. Charge your battery all the way and then let it run down and then charge it again. Don't keep it plugged in all the time. But Allie, it's so nice to keep it charged in all the time. <laughs> I know. I saw, so somebody's like, but Allie, but Allie, I, I want to keep it charged in. I want that. Just unplug it. Just unplug it. I wish it was like our phones, right? They're smart enough that once it charges, that charging will just stop. A lot of computers don't do that. And so you, you really are doing damage. Um, feel free. You're just going to have to buy a laptop sooner. And then <laughs> you know, don't blame me. Speaking of wasting money, okay, I have to tell you a little story. I signed up for, you know, on Amazon, we can go in and add extra channels, like premium stuff to your oh, Prime yes. video. Uh huh. Well, I forget, those are kind of hidden. You never see that page again. You have to like click eight links to get to it. And I was paying for the freaking Sundance channel for like, I don't know, <laughs> six months or something because I tried to get the free trial for a movie that I never even watched. Oh, so painful. Allie. I know. I know. So this is my final one. Subscriptions that you forgot about. Now, yeah, you probably remember the big stuff you're paying for, but little things like that, they sneak in. And I don't know, I think that was like uh, seven bucks or something I was paying every single month and I was doing nothing with it. So do yourself a favor, 
check your subscriptions. We have great guides to do this on commander.com that will show you on your iPhone or your Android everywhere to see where you're paying money every single month. There are apps that can help you with this, but don't be like me. Cancel those subscriptions you're not using. You know, and it just brings up a good point, Ellie, is that you really need to check your bills. Yes. And since you just fessed up, to that moment where we were like, oh, <laughs> what happened? Okay, so I was looking at our internet bill for Santa Barbara. And I'm sitting there thinking, why is this bill so high? Because I'm not getting Cox Cable on, uh, you know, I'm not getting the internet off of this bill. It should just be the TV, and it's like $200 a month. Like, what is going on with yeah. this? I mean, how can TV only be $200 a month? <laughs> okay, so... I look at the bill and I'm thinking like, well, maybe Barry signed up for a premium package and, you know, then he probably signed up during the free trial. Then we so then <laughs> the Sundance see, channel. Like, yes, the Sundance channel. Also, I see that includes internet too. I'm like, hmm, but wait a minute. We have like this super duper big, fast business Cox line coming into the Santa Barbara house because of the show and all the recordings and everything like that, that we shouldn't be paying for the home internet too at the same time. <laughs> Okay. I don't know how long this has been going oh, on, just to tell you. Double internet. So, uh, yeah, double. So, you know, so it's just smart to check all of your bills yes. from time to time and make sure that you're still using whatever you're getting. And especially that cable bill, because they always sucker you in when you sign up that you can get this package for free and this package. And then, you know, three months, six months later, it's just gone. Yeah. Right? Those are gone, and then you look at your bill, you haven't realized, oh, it's been six months, and I've been paying, you know, a third more than what I was originally promised. And usually, if you go back and talk to them, you can renegotiate. We actually have a really good guide for that on commander.com. I think we call it cheapskate secrets for your cable, your internet, uh, so you can save money on that. So go over to the site, check that out. If you like these money tips, which I imagine lots of us do right now, um, don't miss them. You know, don't just, yes, you can see them on the website, but we also can deliver them right to your inbox. So if you go to commando.com at the top, uh, hit subscribe to newsletters, and you can try our tips newsletter. And then you'll get all these tips right in your inbox. And you're going to be super smart every yes. single day. That's it. And remember, knowledge is power. I always like to say that. Allie, great job as always. We'll see you over at commando.com. Thanks, Kim. All right, let's talk about your IP address, the Internet Protocol address. And it's really important. It's basically like your digital home address. It's a number that distinguishes your phone, your tablet, your computer, your Internet connection from other devices worldwide. And it plays a big role in sending and receiving data online. Now, if somebody tracks down this number, let me tell you, it's pretty important because you can just type in somebody's IP number and you can get pretty much close to their address. So what you want to do is make sure that you keep your IP address hidden if you can. And when you are any, using any type of social media, uh, see if there's a way that you can not disclose your IP address because hackers can collect these IP addresses and then you might be vulnerable to an IP attack. So what's the best way for you to hide your IP address? Well, that's to simply use a VPN. That's right, a virtual private network because it will hide your IP address from prying eyes. And of course, use the VPN that we use here at the Kim Commando Show and the one that we recommend, and that's ExpressVPN. If you go to expressvpn.com slash Kim, you get three extra months free. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as one trick that will stop phone scammers right in their tracks. You don't want to miss that here on the Kim Commando Today podcast.
Hey, we have a great contest going on right now at commando.com slash win. You can enter to win a $500 Amazon gift card, but you have to hurry. The contest is almost over. That's commando.com slash win. All right, William from McKinney, Texas. You're up next. Hello there, William. Hi, Kim. How are you? Great. Love your accent, sir. Oh, hey, I love you and your show. You are so good for, you know, everybody that knows absolutely nothing about computers. I used to help people, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they always saying, just reboot the machine. That was me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, re- rebooting does work quite it often, does. William. It does. It so, does. So it still does. So, um, so what's going on? How can I help you out today? Well, I have a couple of in-laws that were using uh, Keeper password management because mm-hmm. a couple of them travel, and they were saying, oh, this is really good. It, you know, it only costs so much, you know, and and I was I'm a little skeptical because of the years I've spent in the computer field and et cetera, et cetera. But so I was a little uh, hinky about it. So I said, well, let me send an email to Kim and see what she says. I didn't imagine I'd be on your show, but I really appreciate it. I've listened to you for decades, it seems like. So anyway, uh, I wanted to get your opinion well, on Well, you know, and password... Well, you have to pick the right password manager, William, because mm-hmm. uh, it needs. If, as you said, they're older, they're traveling. It doesn't. We don't want to give them one of the geek of the week versions. We want to make sure that it's just simple. Um, and password managers, they do work, meaning that you don't have to sit there and try to remember every single password. Uh, you're not going to have Post-it notes where, <laughs> around your monitor on what the password <clears throat> is. Uh, you're not going to have a password book that if you lose that password book because if you're traveling, suddenly you've just working, you've just opened up your entire digital life to who right. knows who. Uh, you know, we have a sponsor. Uh, I will tell you right up front, it's RoboForm. I've used it myself for many years. Okay. Uh, and RoboForm, it does the things like automatic filling out the forms. It will uh, create secure passwords. It is encrypted. It works on Windows, Mac, iOS, and Android. It also syncs to the cloud, so it can sync login and passwords across multiple devices. Uh, You can add another layer of security, multi-factor authentication. You can back up and restore. It's got shared folders. It's got a digital wallet. It also has uh, a way that if and when, not if, when uh, a person passes away, that they can have a legacy contact uh, so that this way you have all the passwords so you're not just sitting there, you know, saying, okay, well, how do I get into everybody's accounts, you know. Uh, to learn more, in case you want to check it out, it's roboform.com slash Kim. Roboform.com slash Kim. You're going to save 50%. I know there are free password managers out there, but when it comes to passwords and security, uh, free is not always the best way to go. It's it's free for a reason. Uh, once again, that address is roboform.com slash Kim. Uh, William, thank you for your call. You know, another advantage of a password manager is that it encrypts all your passwords. So even if your device is lost or stolen, your passwords will always remain safe. All right, let's talk about your Mac or your PC. It has a built-in firewall. Now, this is an important security feature. It monitors all the incoming and outgoing traffic when you're connected to a network and obviously the Internet itself. Now, a firewall lets the good traffic through, but most importantly, it blocks the bad traffic, such as malware and keyloggers. But how do you know if it's really working? Well, first, make sure that your firewall is on. Let's start on the Mac. You're going to find Spotlight. That's the search icon at the top right of your screen. And just type in firewall. 
and be sure that the firewall is actually on. Now on Windows, find the Windows Defender, the Microsoft Defender firewall and turn it on. Now here's the million dollar question. Is the firewall on your system really protecting your connection from malware? Well, a free browser test called Shields Up will tell you the answer, and again, it's free at grc.com. Again, the website is grc.com to make sure that that firewall is working. And if you need any more information about that, you can always hit our website. That's commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, where 24-7 you can find all great tips, tricks, and secrets. Again, commando.com. <laughs>